Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. The whole crew is here today, myself, Sean, Grace, Ryan, and Connor, and we're going to talk to you about the sinking rock that is the Joe Biden presidency, as this man is now behind in the polls on every issue that you can imagine. Uh, and I don't think any of us are surprised at all. Um, but before we get into the conversation, do us a favor, like this video, share this video, comment on this video. Are you surprised that Biden is behind on, on the polls on every issue? Uh, if you are, count yourself among the minority, but let us know, comment below. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do so and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, real easy to do. Click the link on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. Give us your email, and we'll start sending stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and you probably won't find anywhere else. All right, guys. Um, so Biden's doing terrible. Um, discuss. <laughs> most pop, most pop, you mean the most popular president in American history? That guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, all I got to say on that is let's go, Brandon. Am I right? Yeah. Um, you, you'd think that, you know, chance of F Joe Biden ringing out across the country would be a significant indicator of where things are. But for anyone who was still unconvinced that Biden is not legitimately the most popular president of all time, we have all these polls. I, I think we, we've what run four articles in the last week on different polls, surveying people on different things, showing how much Biden sucks, how unhappy people are. It's unbelievable that it, it went this fast, but like Sean said, none of us were surprised. We knew who this guy was. It's just kind of a shame the rest of the country didn't listen. The guy's not even popular in his own state. He's got a 41% approval rate in his own state where he's been a senator since 1972. From 1972 to 2008, he was, and he campaigned from his from his basement there. 41% to 50, he's 50% disapproval. He's underwater in 42 of 50 states, including all the swing states that he needs to win if, God forbid, he were somehow to run in 2024 again, which I don't know. We'll see about that. Yeah, and he's underwater everywhere on every issue, national security, terrorism. People are rejecting the Democrats' agenda, and they're rejecting Joe Biden's progressive agenda. They're not falling for the nice guy anymore, the grandpa that everyone likes. So uh, that's definitely a good thing. I, I can't say that I thought it was going to be this bad, because I don't think anyone would have predicted an American president would be this un-American. But here we are, and people are wising up. So I'm glad to see that these polls are showing that. And at the same time, we see that his uh, vice president, Kamala Harris, her polls are up. So what does that say for the future? Are they going to replace him soon? Who knows? Now, to point out on that subject, Kamala Harris's polls are up only by a very, very slim margin. The, the thing that makes it look like she's doing so well is because Biden's are so far down, dropping so right. aggressively. It makes it look like she's having this massive upswing. But this is an administration that, in addition to putting a senile old man at the forefront of everything they're doing, they made his backup a woman who dropped out of the primaries with less than 1% of the, the Democratic voter base supporting her. 
and they put her in her position because she was the right skin color and the right gender. So they hung a lot on people being snowed by the friendly Uncle Joe routine for the next four years. They were not expecting it to only take 10 months for people to start waking up to it. So they don't know what to do. We, could we see Kamala Harris take a more prominent position? Maybe. But it feels like they tried to give her prominent positions already, and she just chose to do nothing. She's never been to the border. She's also never been to Europe. So get off her back, guys, seriously. You know, the, I think a lot of the failure on the, uh, on the Democrat side, you know, besides being terrible ideas, obviously, um, is the fact that they are so ripe with hypocritical um, BS. Uh, you can't put a mandate, a vaccine mandate on all federal employees all companies over a hundred, with over a hundred employees, all all the the uh, military, you can't do this, and then exempt the post office and exempt the uh, the legislator legislature. These kinds of things, these hypocritical moves that that the party as a whole are showing, is making Americans go scratch their heads and go what. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I mean, so looking at the polls here, I got them right up here. So Biden was, what was his big pitch? He was going to, he was going to not shut down the economy, shut down the virus, which was a stupid line. He was going to be a great on foreign policy because he was this expert in foreign policy. And then more than anything, he was going to be on his Joe. He's going to be returned to normalcy, whatever it is. So let's check the polls and see what Americans think about that. It's honest. Only 44% say yes, 50% say no. On foreign policy, only 34% approve, 58% disapprove. On the on the response to the coronavirus, for the first time, he's underwater on that with only 48% approving, 50% disapprove. Has good leadership skills, 41% yes, while 56% say no. So uh, by the reasons we were supposedly electing this guy, or allegedly elected this guy, he's, he's failing, according to the American people, so... Yeah, and that's surprising to see that those numbers go down on the coronavirus response, because I think that's largely why anyone who supported him did like him in the first place was his coronavirus response. But so I don't know exactly what factor of that makes them disapprove of it. Is it the fact that most Americans or not most Americans, a plurality of Americans haven't gotten vaccinated or is it because they see cases going up? Like why? What specific part of that is it? I think it's how he's handled the mandates. I think I think the way he lectured Americans and we've given you all the opportunity. We're like this. I'm paraphrasing. I'm basically I'm disappointed in you. I think that is what's. I think that's what's driving it. And I, and the virus hasn't gone away either. Tired Another of part you. of that has got to be the fact that um, he promised everything would get back to normal once we hit certain points like once we have a certain amount of people vaccinated things will get back to normal once we have a certain number of people who wear masks for this stretch of time we'll be fine and every time we arrive at one of those deadlines or hit one of those markers they just keep moving the goalpost and it really paints a picture of people who don't know what they're doing people who have no plan remember his his infamous tweet back during the campaign trump doesn't have a plan for how to deal with the virus i do that was his bold claim that was what he insisted was going to happen once he became president. Well, as it turned out, 
they were really just those people who look at someone doing a job and scoff and say, huh, I could do that better. And suddenly find themselves in a place to do that job and realize they were full of crap from the get-go. Because at the very beginning, there was nothing that Biden did that Trump wasn't already doing. Biden just put a different name on it and pretended like it was his idea. And then with everything else, mandates and new enforcement policies and all this stuff, it's just making people angry and the virus isn't going away. Uh, vaccine mandates, mask mandates are doing nothing to stop actual infections. Yeah, he's moving. He's all he's all he's done is is implemented Trump's COVID response, slapped a new name on it, and then moved the goalposts every time he's made a declaration. Americans are tired already, and it's old guys. We're only nine months into him being mm-hmm. in office, barely barely um can you imagine what it's going to look like in another year or another you know even with even with kamala slightly going up you know who they're both below trump trump they're both below trump and you're telling me they're the most he's the most popular president in american history 80 million, 81 million votes, John. 81 to show million you where votes. things are right now, Trump isn't even blowing up the polls. He's at like 48, 49, just shy of 50% approval. But because of how drastically everyone else is dropping, he looks better by comparison, which funnily enough has kind of been one of the main ways that Trump managed to get ahead in politics he happened to just fall in at times when everyone else was so terrible that he was the best guy left. Part of what helped him in 2016 was how much everyone hated Hillary Clinton. Part of what you know helped him in the Republican primaries was that most people hated the other candidates as much as they liked him. So again, we have an administration that is so bad, it makes people who were generally disliked beforehand look better by comparison. And that's kind of going to spell disaster for where the Democratic Party is headed from here. Because they hung everything on the Biden administration being the group of people that were going to fix everything, install their agenda forever, and make sure everything went their way. They weren't expecting this level of public backlash this quickly, which is why media won't talk about it. It's why when you hear the F Joe Biden chants, the media will quickly, oh, they're, they're cheering, let's go, Brandon. Brandon's just doing a bang-up job and they're letting him know that they support him, right? No, it's a crowd of people screaming F the president at the top of their lungs because of how much they hate him and nobody's willing to acknowledge it. Well, I agree. I agree to extend it. By the way, Brandon did. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon knew what was up. I mean, at least Brandon won. Oh, never mind. Switching, switching gears. He, um, respond. So I'm looking at the issues. I'm going to give uh, Trump a little bit more credit than, than that, Connor. I get what you're saying, but I'm looking, I think a lot of the American people are, the, maybe the people that didn't vote for Trump are starting to see, uh, looking at the issues, the response to the coronavirus, the economy, foreign policy, the situation at the Mexican border, all these issues Trump did really good on. I mean, of course, Obviously, I'm biased, but I think a lot of Americans are starting to see that and everything that all those major issues Biden's just doing terrible on. So I think some of that reasons is people are starting to open up and say, you know what, Trump is kind of annoying. I didn't like his personality so much, but, you know, we didn't have all these issues when he was president. I guess he wasn't that bad. Maybe we'll see if that plays out over time, but I think that's oh, some of it. Or did I freeze? 
and that that touches on the point I was I was trying to make. Not that you know Trump wasn't a good guy or anything, but I think what this is doing, particularly with Trump, not only out of politics but not allowed on social media and barely covered in mainstream media anymore or at the very least barely interviewed uh people are starting to mentally separate the policies from the man they hated donald trump and by extension hated everything he did that was even something that played out amongst certain factions of the republican party i know plenty of people who disliked trump so much they broke party lines and voted Democrat just because they didn't want to support him. But now with Trump out of the way, largely silent, all that was left was the comparison of what his policies were doing versus what Biden is doing now. And as much as people might have disliked Trump years ago, they have to acknowledge that gas was cheaper, the border was safer, there were fewer terrorists blowing up our soldiers across the ocean. And overall, life was better. People had more money in their pockets. The streets weren't quite as on fire and they're starting to realize that the vaccines and the, the masks and everything a lot of this stuff was in place under him too with trump not able to address them directly they're starting to wake up to the fact that he wasn't that bad of a guy to begin with that sure they didn't like him personally but his ideas were all actually better and they don't even know why they don't like him personally if you ask somebody that hates trump why don't you like trump they can't give you a straight answer. All they can really do is go off of what the mainstream media says and start with, well, you know, you know, he 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 was an, he was just a jerk, and and who says the president has to be a light and nice guy? It, like I we, I've said it before, and it's that that quote from Batman. You know, it's he. He wasn't the president uh, we needed. He was the president we deserved, or what, the other way around. Is it? I can't remember which way it goes uh, when it goes to the Batman thing. But basically, we had the right man for the right job at the right time, and people just didn't want to just accept that we we have fallen so far behind on this global initiative of the last four presidencies that it's it was going to take a huge shakeup to get us back on track, and that's what Trump was. Now, there's a there's you know there's as as I said before there's a bunch of hypocritical uh, rhetoric coming out of the out of the left and you have you know we are paying more for everything not just gas we don't we're not just paying more every it's everywhere not only are we paying more a lot of what we want we can't even get because this stuff is floating in the Pacific off of well, it actually off of both coasts, not there's over a hundred ships waiting to, to port in order to get bring America's goods. But there's so much issues as far as COVID restrictions and things of that nature, that this stuff's just sitting out there waiting to be waiting to come to us. And then you have them showing this $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill with barely any infrastructure projects built into it it's like at some point these people need to stick to what they what they said they were going to do because if they don't there is going to it's not going to be a red wave in 2022 it's going to be a red tsunami and then and as much as i want that to happen 
I don't want our country to sink any further. Well, it's even worse than that, Sean, as far as the spending, because the, there's two bills. The infrastructure is the 1.8 trillion, and there's the 3.5 trillion, which is really like five trillion if you if you actually calculate correctly, which would just be a complete takeover of the entire country for of all times, basically, if they pass that. That's why Mansion and Cinema are holding out against. They they're for the infrastructure, but they're not for the other one. So that's really important to me. He's blowing. You think inflation's bad now? Let's let's start printing more money, guys. Good job. It's all paid for, though. It will cost zero dollars. Yeah, it turns out when my apartment is paid for every month, it's not costing anything because I paid for it. <laughs> or at least that's the logic that Biden and his people want us to abide by. Yeah, like if they take your money and use it to pay for things, it won't cost any money because they paid for it. Great. We're dealing with economic illiterates here. But you want to get into even further broken promises. Uh, Ryan wrote an article today talking about how Biden ran on promising to be a guy who would unify us. But as it turns out, nobody's really feeling that unity right now. That's another survey. We have the results of that on freedomwire.com right now. But Biden, you know, promised that he would be the return to normalcy. They swore up and down that the adults were back in charge, the, the responsible people, and the empathetic people were back in the White House, and that they were going to heal national divide and tone down the, the heat of the rhetoric and everything. But America is more divided than ever. People are not feeling connected or unified because... Biden and his administration came in with a definition of unity that was do what we say or you're the problem. Their focus on unity was uniformity, not unity. People used to be united around American identity, values of a constitution, and even if you disagreed on certain things politically, we were able to be unified as a nation. But now all of those definitions are out the window all of those things that once unified us are something that is being attacked and torn down frequently. So there is no unity. Biden couldn't even deliver on that. Captain Unity failed us in a very spectacular fashion. I saw a poll that showed 53% of Republicans want support blue states seceding from the union. And I think it was 49%, somewhere in the 40s percent of Democrats wanted red states to secede from the union. So that just further solidifies that political divide in America right now. Um, but maybe people can unite against Biden in 2022 and 2024 was yet to be seen. Yeah, that, that would certainly be an important development if there was that big of a blowback. Um, of course, it really depends on who he's running against because depending on which guy comes to the forefront, you know, of course, Trump is the number one name that comes up. And honestly, we're kidding ourselves if we think he's not running again. He's, he's done every step possible, the hint that he is without actually confirming it. But we'll have to see whether people hate Biden enough to move back over to Trump. That should be an interesting thing to watch play out when we have seen both of them as president before. That's not really something that's happened in the past, where we have both the incumbent and the challenger being men who have occupied the White House. So we can very easily compare their performance as president. So 
that should definitely be an interesting matchup there. I think he might actually do okay. You know, there, there's certainly enough people chanting in stadiums to show he has a pretty vibrant base out there right now. I think without the factor of fraud, I think he would win. So, I mean, it's so hard to talk about elections nowadays because there is so much evidence of irregularities that are um, unconfirmed, uncertified, all these, you know, different, it hasn't gone through the system and it's hard to say what's going to happen in the next elections. What I don't understand is why the FBI could not get involved in this. <laughs> the well, they're, they're planting... involved in something with the, the anti-CRT parents. I was going to say, they're going after the parents, they're busy, Sean. They're planting agents at rallies that have 200 attendees where the FBI agents just end up arresting each other and they're plotting to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer and all that. They're, they have a pretty full plate right now. They, they just don't have time to spare for election stuff. And of course, for those of us who actually care about these issues and want to discuss them, want to report on what's happening, we can't. Because if we upload a video talking about it, it'll get pulled. Which means yeah, that I, you guys watching at home won't even get to hear about it. I wrote an article, article today about masks and I have a video that I I've, I've, I've have saved of a virologist simply showing how masks work. That's it. He doesn't make any claims one way or the other. He says, I'm just going to show you the science and I'm going to show you how the masks work. That video was pulled. And it went against community guidelines, even though he didn't say anything for or against masks. He simply presented the science and showed each mask in, in effect. What did it get pulled from? YouTube. Mm. Yeah, you can't, you can, before six months ago, a year ago, they made it pretty much illegal in terms of their community guidelines to have an opinion on something. But now yeah. it's advanced to reporting. You can't report, yeah. you can't, you can't even present anything that goes against the mainstream narrative or the government's advice because they're the ones you know lobbying big tech to make to do these things yeah and these are now we're we're supposed now they're going to probably require five to 11 year olds to get this shot even though they have a death rate lower than the flu with the it's not even close it's just ridiculous this is getting out of control it has been for a long time but this is just the latest on science the science all right let's follow the science and let, then don't require kids to get back shots or even to wear masks. They're going to get the flu and, and be, then they're more than they're going to get the COVID. And then if they get the COVID, they're not going to, they're going to die less than they get the, than they die from the flu. It's just ridiculous. Are we supposed, know, are we supposed, hang on one more thing. Are we supposed to require flu shots every year now for these kids? It's a higher death rate than the, than the they haven't been required to get the flu shot. You know, I, I'm wondering this is going to be, this is tinfoil hat area. Um, this, this, what's happening right now isn't for us. It might be to create a more compliant generation of Americans come, coming over the next 20 to 30 years. You know, we're going to have kids that lived in fear with COVID, had to wear masks, did what they were told, had now having to get vaccinated. I'm wondering if this, this really isn't something that uh, 
they're looking forward to for the future of, of, of a much more compliant American public. Of course, I think that's definitely the case because the, like we've been saying, it seems like they care more about the power and control aspect versus saving anyone's lives. Um, they want to force everyone to get the mandate or to get the vaccine, wear a mask, do all this stuff so that generations from now, they'll have people who listen to them. I totally think it's social conditioning. I don't even think that's tinfoil hats. And I think that's just common sense. Yeah, that's that's the, the fact on the ground. And it's not unique to COVID situation either, because as we've seen time and time again, post 9-11 America has no idea how to respond to a crisis with anything other than inflating government. 9-11 uh, happens, everyone's freaked out. Not only do we now have to deal with all the TSA stuff every time we want to go through an airport, but they passed the Patriot Act. Patriot Act wasn't drafted exclusively after 9-11. That was something people were hoping for for quite some time. 9-11 was just the thing that got it through. Uh, coronavirus was the thing that got the intrusion into medical privacy through because we didn't know how to respond to this crisis and now how do we know who's vaccinated and who's not we have to have some sort of system in place the vaccine passport was always the point that's always where it was going that was always the goal but it wasn't unique to covid they had general plans for that laid from quite some time ago similarly uh, like we talked about in the last episode this thing with the whistleblower from facebook during her testimony, she's now calling for a government regulatory committee to oversee social media and online information. That was the goal. They're using things like the Capitol riot and stuff with COVID and critical race theory protests to push for that, but they've wanted that for a long time because that's government control of information, government regulation of the internet. So they are absolutely conditioning a culture that will just respond to everything by giving them more power because they already have it. We're already a couple generations deep into that by this point, honestly. Those people are very young now, but we, so many people have grown up in the shadow of 9-11. I was three years old when it happened, and Grace also was. So like, we don't know what it's like to live in a pre-9-11 society. This is the conditioning that goes on. But you wanna talk about death rates, Ryan, like with the, the school kids and everything, the numbers we've gotten on death rates for this year show yet another broken promise by the Biden administration. Remember, like you said, not gonna shut down the, the economy, not gonna shut down the country, gonna shut down the virus. Well, according to the numbers that just came out, we now have more COVID deaths in the first 10 months of 2021 than we did in the full 12 months of 2020. And that all happened under Biden's watch. Allegedly. Allegedly. Technically, now, it's only nine months, by the way. Yeah. But if you, if you want to subscribe to the idea that, oh, those numbers might be inflated, it's not really Biden's fault, it's not really as bad as they said, well, then you got to say the same thing about Trump. Because we were saying that from the get-go, that you know, numbers were high, people were misdiagnosing things specifically for the purpose of inflating those numbers but nobody wanted to talk about that last year suddenly everyone's okay to come to the defense of the guy in charge when it's biden and he'll deflect and say it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated of course but really the point is last year when all those media 
outlets at the bottom of their screen had a little ticker that was there 24-7, counting off the number of deaths that had happened since the outbreak. Where, where are all those numbers now? They're gone. You can't find them. They don't want to talk about them because now it looks like it's Biden's problem. Not to mention, it's still one of the pet peeves of mine is if ask somebody because like Trump had these bad, you know, like Trump was so bad on the coronavirus. I go, what did he do that he did? I mean, what did you want him to do that he didn't do? Like, I'm confused. Yeah, he made some stupid comments in a press conference. That doesn't, who cares? He got them every, ask any of the governors at the time if they were being honest. Yeah, he got us all the stuff we need. He, he gave New York a damn chip. It's like, what else is he supposed to do? Like, he got the vaccine for you. Well, you got all the PPE. He got the tests. Like, I don't understand what he was supposed to do that was he didn't do. Bear in mind, they... And make like, people stay inside, Ryan. Yeah. That well, ship I, I sat empty. Question, but yes, yes. Yeah. Ryan, that, that ship sat empty in New York Harbor. And the vaccine that got rolled out, every major liberal mouthpiece said, I wouldn't trust it. They, and that's up to and including Biden and Harris. There's that's that video imagine. floating around that's the, the compilation of every single one of them. Andrew Cuomo, uh, Harris, Biden, all these others saying, I wouldn't trust it. Uh, you can't trust the vaccine. It's not, might not be safe. And then suddenly they changed their tune when suddenly it was them in charge. Because the thing they wanted Trump to do is all the stuff that Biden has done. But now here after 10 months, we've seen, or you know, nine months, it's the 10th month of the year now, we've seen that none of that worked. So all the stuff they wanted Trump to do wouldn't have actually accomplished anything. But they'll refuse to admit it because that would mean that they were wrong to criticize Trump for it. And God forbid the leftist media should ever cop to that one. And before, like months before there was even a vaccine, he, he, he pre-ordered them. He got in touch with like the pharmacies. He established the distribution before. And then they made fun of him for saying it's coming around the corner. Remember that Chris Wallace or whoever was in the debate, like when is it coming? Like they're, and a month later, he's like, it was there. Like, what was the guy supposed to do that? They, he did everything that I could think of correct, other than he just made some dumb comments in the press conference. Who cares? Operation Warp Speed. You know, it's just more Trump bad and Biden good. <laughs> Biden took credit for everything Trump did. Biden even said, didn't he say that he got the vaccine during his presidency or something it, like that? Or he yeah, said, he, he said, we didn't have the yeah. vaccine when I came into yeah. office, despite such the a, fact that he was vaccinated before the election. He's a damn yeah, liar. just propagating all these lies. And even his press secretary, Jen Psaki, said last week that she said, well, if Trump wasn't too busy telling people to inject bleach, then maybe we'd have, we'd be over this by now. And it's just insane. I, did, I don't even have any more words for it than that. Yeah, first first of all, unfortunately, the polls are finally starting to bear that out. The American people don't trust him anymore either. They're starting to see he is a liar. Yeah, and you, you can't even say Trump was anti-vaccine because... Trump is fully vaccinated, just like everyone else. So that's something they, they very frequently don't want to admit. But all the stuff they're taking credit for was either in place before they got here or was doing better before they got here. The, the polls bear it out. Public sentiment bears it out. Everything Biden has touched in the last nine months has turned to crap. The country is significantly worse off than it was at the beginning of the year. And yet, even as the public gets angrier about it, even as we have more and more people chanting F Joe Biden and people 
actually experiencing economic and personal hardships because of the various things that Biden has done, even as we have bodies dropping in new war zones that he's created around the world, the media continues to carry water for the administration and insist that everything's fine. They consistently deny and cover and deflect everything that could make it look like Biden did something wrong. And we have gone so far into the fake reality they want to create that Biden now does broadcasts from a fake set <laughs> set up in an executive building. We haven't really touched on that, but vaccine announcements and cabinet meetings and stuff, you see he's taking photos and everything. They have a full fake Truman Show style setup where he's in a fake room with the, the view out of the windows. They're actually just pictures taped over the back of the set. Like he's, you know, filming a sitcom in the 90s. This is just a complete insane thing that we are dealing with here. They are propping up an empty, hollow shell of an administration that has failure after failure, and we're not allowed to talk about it. We try too hard. We touch on the wrong subject. They'd rather shut us down than admit they did something wrong. And that's kind of nuts that that's happening now. And on that note, if that's if this is our last episode, you guys know where to find us. if we do get shut down on youtube which you never know we said a lot of things today we say a lot of things most of our episodes but uh all of our episodes and everything up on spotify apple podcasts anywhere you get your listening material they're all posted on freedomwire.com along with the articles that we mentioned today we'll have those linked in the description as well head down there check it out uh do all the stuff sean told you at the top subscribe to the channel Hit the bell notifications button so that you never miss an episode every time we publish one. We bring you lots of content during the week, so if you never want to miss that, make sure to subscribe. Uh, also, leave us a comment if you agreed with us, if you disagreed with us, if you have ideas for future episodes, reports on what's going on. We take the time to read everything you guys have to say down there. Uh, drop us a comment, like the video if you agreed, if you think we deserve it, of course. I think we deserve it, but you know that's up to you guys. Uh, so yeah, do all that. Sean gave you the instructions. Go back to the beginning if you missed any of them. Uh, guys, any concluding thoughts for us here? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, you know mine. Stay free, guys. Stay Wise free. words. Words to live by there. So on that note, guys, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for checking us out. And until the next one, God bless everybody.